Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 58. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to give you the latest in social networks, and sometimes even social networks that aren't social networks. I don't know. We'll talk about that and more right now. All right, so there's some major news this week happening in the world of Twitter, and one of which is that Twitter says they're not a social network. Yeah, I guess we're not allowed to talk to each other on there anymore. Oh my gosh, what what is this? Sorry. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, anyway, I don't know how you say his name, but he's the Twitter, I'll, I'll attempt it. It's Kevin Tao, T-H-A-U. He's the Twitter VP for business and corporate development. And he did a presentation at Nokia World 2010. And I think, believe this was on Tuesday. And he says Twitter is for news. Twitter is for content. Twitter is for information. But then he goes on to say that Twitter is not a social network. And it's right there on the slide. In this presentation, like Twitter is, and then not a social network. That is silly, insane. I mean, what? The, I mean, obviously, this doesn't mean anything. I mean, no. uh, we're we're gonna use it as a social uh, network, and, and I mean, well, how do we define a social network? Do we do we have a clear definition of what a social network is? Hmm, that's that's a very good point. I mean, and and what does that mean for the words social media? Is that something different than a social network? I don't know. Uh, let's uh. see here. So, social network on Wikipedia. A social network is a social structure made up of individuals. I think. Okay, so we've got that right, right? Yeah. In, in Twitter, yeah. which are tied, uh, which are tied or connected by one or more specific types of interdependency, such as friendship, kinship, followers. I'm adding the word followership, a common interest, uh, and you know all this other stuff, relationships, of belief, uh, you know. But anyway, the so so a social network is basically a social structure made up of individuals who are connected to one another through friendship and common interest and exchange. And it sounds to me like Twitter is a social network. Yeah, and, and I think they can say it's not, but I don't think that that means that it's not. But I think what they're saying is, is we are going to be, as Twitter we are, they, that is, going to be pushing forward on being a news and content and information platform, which it is. Yeah, I get a lot of news and content and information from Twitter, more probably more so than anywhere else other than possibly Google Reader. Hmm. So, but I interact with a lot of people on Twitter as well. Hmm. hmm. I, you know, I, 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 the only thing I, that this is, there's a little bit of this that scares me because we're going to talk next about, you know, the changes that are coming to Twitter. You know, I don't want Twitter to become a content media delivery outlet only like YouTube with just some commenting features. Right. I, I don't want that. I want the ability to have ongoing 
conversations with people throughout the day via Twitter. Short, little, tiny, individual messages back and forth with friends. I want to network socially with people on my favorite, I guess, non-social network in the world, Twitter. I mean, this this is scary to me because what I what drew me in, what I love about Twitter, isn't the news, isn't the media, it's the connections, it's the relationships, it's the friendships that I share with people that I have common interest with on Twitter. Yep. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're reading too much into this guy's slide, but man, I I, I just I don't, I just think you know. It, it's it's one thing maybe not to promote yourself as a social network. Don't go. I mean, obviously, I understand if they don't want to go out and say, "Hey, Twitter, we are a social network." I I wouldn't even mind if they called themselves a content delivery network or a, a news network or what did they they call themselves an information network, right? Yes. Okay. So I don't mind them branding themselves as an information network, but I think you send some pretty strong vibes out there in the world about your brand when you say we are not a social network so don't if you're looking for a social network i I know they're not saying this but but the perception could easily be if you're looking for a social network twitter's not your home it's not what this is not the social network you're looking for (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah oh yeah i get it I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to position themselves for some type of sustainability and, you know, validation on into the future. I mean, they've got 145 million at this point, which is what, about one, a little more than one fifth of what Facebook has. They've got 500 plus million and they want to be seen as some, a force to be reckoned with in the future as far as a media content delivery slash broadcasting system or what that looks like in the future. Right. I guess what concerns me is that, you know, they're taking what they originally started with, which I know these guys had no idea this would be as big as it is. Oh, yeah. But man, what when when you actually take what you started and then all of a sudden you completely change what it is and who you are and your identity then then I, I get a little concerned with that. I mean, I, I fell in love with Twitter because it was a great way to find out, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, it was it started off as a plain old communication tool. Yeah, it was it and, and it was and it was all about learning and getting to know your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, a matter of fact, for the longest time, Twitter used, didn't they use Common Crafts uh, original, you know, little tr- bit on their site to explain what Twitter was? They may have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, Twitter in a, what is the, oh, I forget how they say it, but well, it's, you know. Yeah. Let, let's, let's go back to this because I, I mean, I think this is important enough to play, to play the clip because man, this was, this is how it was branded. This is, this is what I fell in love with. So um, let me go here. I'm going to click on Twitter and I'm going to click this play button on this video. This is what Twitter used so, to be. What are you doing? It's one of the first questions we often ask friends and family. Even if the answer is just mowing the lawn or cooking dinner, it's interesting to us. It makes us feel connected and a part of each other's lives. Unfortunately, most of our day-to-day lives are hidden from people that care. Of course, we have email and blogs and phones to keep us connected, 
But you wouldn't send an email to a friend to tell them you're having coffee. Your friend doesn't need to know that. But what about people that want to know about the little things that happen in your life? Real life happens between blog posts and emails. And now there's a way to share. This is Twitter in plain English. Thanks to Twitter, it's possible to share short, bite-sized updates about your life and follow the updates of people that matter to you via the web. Mm, Here's networking. how it works. Meet Carla. She's addicted to her mobile phone, reads blogs every day, and has contacts all over the world. She heard about Twitter and was skeptical. After some of her friends couldn't stop talking about it, she gave it a try. She signed up for free and saw that Twitter pages look a little like blogs with very short posts. Each page is personal and has updates from friends. She got started by looking up her friends on Twitter.com. After finding a few, she clicked follow to start seeing their updates on her Twitter page. Within hours, she began to see a different side of people she chose to follow. She didn't know that Stephen in Seattle was a baseball fan or that Julia in London was reading a new investment book. The little messages from Twitter painted a picture of her friends, family, and co-workers that she'd never seen before. It was the real world. Soon, she became a fan of Twitter and posted updates every day. Her friends followed her updates and learned that she recently discovered a passion for Van Halen. They could see Carla's life between blog posts and emails. For Carla, Twitter worked because it was simple. The updates were always short, under 140 characters. Plus, she could post updates and follow her friends using the Twitter website, software on her browser, a mobile phone, or instant messages. By asking members to answer the question, what are you doing, Carla found that Twitter brought her closer to people that matter to her, 140 characters at a time. Find out what your friends are doing at twitter.com. And the question is, is, are, is that what we still need to do? Find out what your friends are doing on twitter.com. That's not the case anymore. Find out what the latest news and, and current content that's being produced from people around the world on Twitter.com. It's, it's a different model. It's a different business. It's a different focus. And, and I get that they want to change some things. You know, the biggest argument for against Twitter, for anybody I ever talk to who doesn't know what Twitter is, who haven't, hasn't given it a try yet, their biggest thing is like, I just don't want to draw, I just don't want to join something just so I can read what somebody had for lunch. Yeah, and, and it's funny because they. I think maybe that's what they're trying to counteract is it's not just people posting what they had for lunch. There's breaking news happening right here, right now. Right, and but I, here here's the thing. I do want to know what people are having for lunch, and and this this is my biggest argument against that argument is that you know. And do I want to hear everything that you're eating? No. Do I want to hear what you're having for lunch every single day? No. But do I want to hear some personal details, some just some updates of a, a random thought that you might have throughout the day? Yes. I want to get to see a a, 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 a bigger picture of who Eric Fisher is, you know. And and so I think that's one of one of the greatest characteristics is that you do get to see what people are eating for lunch. You know, you, you get to find out. It's like, is this person always eating at McDonald's, Wendy's, and and every other fast food joint around the planet? Or, you know, does this person, you know, uh, inspire you with the fact that they're eating healthy and, and losing weight and, and stuff like that? And it, it's just, I love getting to know people on a deeper level through Twitter. And, and, and so when some people say, it's like, well, I just don't care what other people are having for lunch. It's like, well... I'm not going to stretch that out and say you just don't care about other people, but I mean, if you just want them to give you the, the just the facts, ma'am, 
Yeah. <laughs> that I if Twitter becomes just the facts, ma'am, you know, it's going to be boring and I don't want to I I mean, why don't I just watch, you know, Fox News or or, you know, get just give everybody a place where they can just go put out facts. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking yeah. this too far. Well, uh, I yeah. I, I don't know. I th- I think that ultimately Twitter was started on uh, interactivity. It's going to continue to do so. And I'm not just talking interactivity between me and some brand. Although if the brand does it right and I interact with them, then that's cool. But the majority of who I interact with on Twitter are real people. Yeah. So Jonathan says, come on, Cliff, say it. Twitter is dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, but I will say Twitter is a social network. Definitely. I, and I dare them to to say otherwise again. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I believe that Twitter is a social network. And and I wonder if they'll backpedal on the fact that that guy said that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't we'll know. see. I don't know. Maybe it was a part of their their their, their branding and, and stuff like that. But uh, it, here here's my only concern is that I don't want... You know, people people are starting to understand that there's power behind social media and social networking. I just don't want to give any fuel to people's fire to think that, you know, hey, Facebook, now that's social networking. Uh, it, it, it's a social networking site. And that's what I want to focus on. I've, I've heard so many wonderful things about the power of social networking. And so why so why aren't you on Twitter? Oh, well, I've, I, I heard that that's not a social network. <laughs> oh well then i won't use it, it, it that it, they lose people instead of gain people th- that's 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 my concern is that that if you if this perception's allowed to go on over and over again just like just like business people for the last three or four years now have have said you know i don't want to get on twitter because it's all about what people had for lunch now you're going to have people saying well i don't want to get on twitter because i heard, i hear that that's just a news site yeah and, and it's all about perception, and this stuff can this it can spread like wildfire. I mean, it you, it's it's all about the rumor mills and and how that kind of stuff works. So, but uh, Jonathan, it, you're you're right. It, it's just a tool, and and I agree that I'm making a big deal out of this. But my concern is when you actually say the words, "Twitter is not a social network." That only needs to echo through the the halls of the world a couple times before it begins to put some perceptions in people's mind and and we already know from experience that people can hear something about Twitter and make a determination just based upon what they hear in casual conversation about whether or not they'll even give it a try. Yeah. So, I remember when Twitter was just a narcissistic tool for people to to tell the world about how awesome they are. And and why I remember hearing uh you know people in very prominent positions in in the Christian faith saying, you know, uh Twitter should be banned. And it's like whatever. Seriously? Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. So I yeah, I get a little upset when I hear hear things that that you know paint these things in in a negative light and and when I hear that Twitter is not a social network, that that's not a communication that I think is going to be going to be a helpful thing to them. I understand saying I can understand them avoiding describing themselves as a social network and instead describing themselves as a as a news information source or whatever. 
but but the fact is is it is a social network that's that's my only point yep in in not so many few words (laughs) (laughs) all right what's next on the agenda oh so twitter's doing something new they're adding a lot more media so what's what's this all about well there's a a revamp coming they did the announcement tuesday night of the new twitter.com site and ultimately they are revamping it a lot along the way to make it very much like they're saying it's going to be content driven and information driven and well ultimately they've redesigned the site there's been some screenshots there's even a if you go to oh i forget what it's called twitter.com slash new twitter i believe is the right link that you can watch the video that they played to introduce it to the crowd there um it's it basically they've widened the sidebar on the right Mm -hmm. pushed a lot of it up above all the stuff that's over there up so that there's room there that when you click on a tweet on the left that the it's contextual to where whatever that tweet has for you, whether it's a link or a link to a map or a video or a picture, that'll show up right there to the right. So you don't get taken away from the site or have to, you know, right click and say, save, you know, open in a new tab or a new page or whatever to go see what that link is. It will show you right there on the page itself. So basically like Osphora. Embedded. Right. So Osphora, when when we're using our our iPad application, we're watching Twitter, and somebody says, "Hey, I've got a, a check out this link," or "I just did a new blog post," <clears throat> and it pulls that blog post inside of the application on Euphoria. It doesn't close the, it doesn't open up Safari. It opens up a browser inside that that application. And so, what's going to happen is it's going to kind of bring up a little browser window. Is that what I'm understanding? No, not at all. It's, I mean, it, the, like if there's, if I tweeted out a YouTube video right now and you were on new Twitter and you clicked to select my tweet in the left hand where tweets usually are, you click my tweet, that YouTube embedded link, the, the, uh, embedded YouTube video is going to be right there on the page to the, in the right sidebar. Literally, right. right? But the the what about a blog? What about a link to my blog? Is that going to pull I'm up? I'm not in a little, sure about that because because in in Osphora and some of these other you know iPad iPhone and iPad applications, it'll pull. You don't have to actually yeah, open up it, a new tab. It'll actually just bring the it'll bring the content of what's on that page right there inside. It, I yeah, think that it, would be. It cool. opens up like a front, like a new tab slash internal web browser part of the app itself on the, the iPad right app I, what yeah. I've heard is that they're they're you know basically this new Twitter could possibly make desktop applications obsolete do you think it, that well I've heard people mention that and my opinion is is there are people th- this is gonna be I, I think that I'm going to like it yep. given the initial screenshots I've seen of a couple people who I follow that have it already. Mm -hmm. I don't have it. I don't, it's not, I don't think a lot of people have it yet. Um, In fact, if somebody tweets out something, Hey, here, click here to get it. It's a lie. It's going to happen automatically. So don't fall for that. Anyway, um, I think I'm going to like it from a content consumption point of view where cool, I'll go to the site and check it out and do that. That one of the statistics that they gave was that 78% of Twitter users are are using the website. 
and I'm one of those people. I yeah, have I have a very nice desktop computer. I mean, as far as oh, I'm yeah. concerned, one of the nicest desktop computers one can get. And I do not use Tweety for the Mac. I do not use Twitterific. I do not use TweetDeck. All of those desktop out. I don't. Use, I use Twitter.com when I'm on my computer. Yeah. So you're one of the 78% and you're also using, you're also part of the other percent that's using a mobile Twitter app, like on the iPad or iPhone. Yeah. And, and the argument was when Twitter purchased, um, Tweety, um, I'm getting a little bit of your iPhone GSM noise there. But anyway, uh, when I got the, when Twitter for the, when Twitter bought the Tweety application, everybody thought, well, that's going to make all the other third party uh, applications obsolete. I don't I don't I don't agree with that because it actually didn't. <laughs> I use Osphora for the iPhone and on the iPod uh exclusively. I do not like Tweety as much as I used to because Osphora offers me so much more. Right. So I, I think your question again is is will twitter.com kill or at least hamper the other desktop type um Twitter applications? And my opinion is that it won't because those other groups have been innovating for a long time. They roll new stuff out a lot more than Twitter does. Yep. And to be honest, those are where the quote unquote power users tend to go for creating and sending out to multiple networks, including Twitter all at once, as well as, you know, managing lists and things like that. Yeah. On, a, on a larger scale. So I don't see that going away. I'm not going to stop using TweetDeck and Hootsuite, but I'm, I will definitely, as much as I already have been, if not more, continue to use Twitter.com because it really does seem like it's going to be much more streamlined to um, optimally give me a great consumption type interface for Twitter. Yeah. I, and I think, I think I would agree that the third party applications on the on the desktop are going to stick around. Nick, Jonathan actually brings up a good thing. He says, you know, you've got Facebook integration, Buzz integration, and all these other uh, networks that you can mm-hmm. integrate into these third-party applications. And, and that is very valuable. Like you said, I, there are times when I want to go in and I want to publish to multiple accounts. And I know that they were asked in the Q&A session during that, that um, presentation, they said, are, is there going to be multi-account functionality? And they said, no, there will not be. And so yeah. it, it, I think third-party applications don't have a whole lot to worry about. They shouldn't be shaking their boots altogether. Uh, all I can say is that I'm glad that the third-party applications are out there. I, I, I hope that they continue. But I'm very excited as a user of the actual web app itself, just going to the web page. Uh, I'm excited about the new changes. And I and I hear that you know lists are going to be more fully integrated and stuff like that. And uh, the only thing I'm concerned about with the wider width and all that stuff is I need to fire up a 1280 by 800 browser and redo my Twitter background. Oh, it's going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen screenshots of a couple people and what they used to have, they've, they've pushed the left-hand tweet browser piece of it further left and, in order to make the double, basically double-sized right-hand sidebar. And so it's, yeah, I mean, Twitter backgrounds, it's going to be almost impossible to make something that looks fairly good for your own personal page. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. But But, uh, anyway, it's fun stuff. Uh, I'm glad that they're still continuing to innovate and stuff like that. Just uh, 
I just still want, I still want them to be a, tr- a social network. All right. It'll always be a social network to me. I know, me too. Alrighty, and uh, what's this? Other, you you sent out a tweet to a new service, uh, and I I signed up for it just because I wanted to make sure I could get in. But tell me what, about this uh, this list builder thing. All right, do you remember what it's called? Because I'm trying to think here. Well, I need here, to go. F- I can do my at replies because I'm on Twitter.com right now, as I am most of the day. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking for Eric. It says, okay, I think you will like formulists. Formulists. Yes. Oh yeah. I found this strategically, randomly, I should say. And, uh, I said, well, what is this? It's it basically they can in real time give you updated, uh, Twitter lists. For example, let me sign in here. I'll give you some examples. If you want a really easy way to create some Twitter lists mm-hmm. and have them imported right into your account, it, it does use open authorization, so it's completely safe. And um, at least that you're not giving that username and password out. What I did is I went in and they give you some automatic options that you can start to use or you can add lists. Um, you can sort your following what it here's an example of one it's a self-updating filtered list of people i follow now that's just that's everybody so why would you want that list that's not necessarily a great thing but here's here's a list that i did of who my friends talk to a self-updating list of people who talk with the people i talk to Okay. So I can see who the people are that I interact with a lot, who else those people are interacting with and perchance, you know, I, and I can just take a quick peek and say, oh yeah, they're talking to, you know, they're talking to Cliff, they're talking to, you know, Father Roderick, they're talking to whoever. And it's like, well, maybe I should see who that person is. So, right. And you can make these lists public or private when you create them. Cool. Also, there's a time frame. Like for example, let me find one. Here is a list. Here's a, a list of people who have added me to one or more of their lists. So what I can do is I can actually get a list of people who have listed me, which is kind of nice. So Here's, so is this going to help me? Like I want to take all of my users or all my followers and I want to categorize them. Is there any way that I can do like a keyword search of their profile and 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 kind of put people like if I can do a search for the word podcast and then and then it'll go through and search all my users profiles and say, OK, this person mentioned po- podcast. And so I can create a podcaster list. Here's one. You can you can create a custom list. You can name it, mark it public or private. Then you can go to add people from this list and you can select for, you can either select a location filter if you want, but you can go to the bio filter Good. and hit bio should contain and you can type in certain words. That is all. And then now these lists, it, it, it will automatically import these. So it'll make this, I can make it a public list on my profile. And so all of these people who have this category, they, they will now be a list. Now, what if I decide to deauthorize their account and stop using them? My lists still remain, correct? I believe so because they create the list and then import it into your account and it's then part of your account. The list is created and sitting there on your account. Nice. So it w- And actually, that's a good test to run 
and I'll probably do that just to make sure. But I'm assuming, for example, let me go to my Twitter.com because I created a few private lists and they're all sitting there. Yeah, right nice. there on the side. And I'm going to click on one just to see. It says, here's this list and it says what it is and it sells how many and it just, yeah, it's listing everybody there. And it, I mean, I would assume, I, I can tell no difference between the list that's created by me and a list that was created by this system. Right, so it's creating the list on your behalf, on yeah. your account for you. Yeah, it's uh, like but, power tools for being able to create your own lists. But you said this thing can be in real time as well. So you it'll, it'll automatically add new people to this list as long as you're continuing yeah, to so be Yeah, so if you revoke access, them. it'll stop being real time, but that list should still sit there at the last iteration that there was right and so I, I and here's the question what if somebody changes their bio they once had the word podcast in their bio but then they update their bio and they took out the word podcast and put podcasts and you didn't think to add, include that um yeah you know there, there's a little bit of things there i wonder if that would like remove them from that list if it was in real time interesting stuff i mean it's something that i've been wanting to do here's what i think that i would use this for initially is I have been wanting to create some lists so that people can see the you know there are some people that I follow and there are different categories of people that I follow and I think it would be interesting to share those things the fact is though is it's it's very difficult for me to go through and and thumb through all the people I follow and say okay this oh there's a good thing uh, idea for a list here's a good idea but if I came up with the ideas for the lists and the categories of the people I follow then I could do these keyword search of their bios and 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 easily have this go in and look at all my followers who followers or follow the people I'm following who fit that criteria and automatically put them in the list so I don't have to do it one by one. That is very appealing. And that's to me, that's what I'm understanding the service to be. Yeah. So I even I even created one that's uh People who are re- recent interactions was one of the options. It said a self-updating list of people I have recently talked to. So, and you're in this list. Like I clicked on to see who was in it and it lists you. And it says in the last few days, I set it for past 30 days. Mm-hmm. Past 30 days, I've talked with them or they've talked with me. And it said that I've mentioned you 23 times and you've mentioned me six times. I need to reciprocate more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or or Jeremy uh, Fleegon, he mentioned, I've mentioned him 23 times. He's mentioned me 25 times. That, see, now he's a better so friend. I, I owe him too. So. <laughs> oh, great. But the uh, fact that this even has those statistics, there's really not any other way to get that that yeah. I've seen. No, that's and, and that's inside of Formulist or is that, is, where's that telling you that? It's inside of Formulist. Yeah. And this is, yeah. by the way, at formulists.com. Yeah, it's F-O-R-M-U-L-I-S-T-S. Dot com. Yeah. And, I, and there's right away, they'll give you some categories and some options of even some lists you can create right away. And maybe you can then, even as you're creating it, you can select yes or no on certain things and tweak them. But I, I found it to be a very awesome Twitter list tool. Best thing I've seen so far. Very cool. Well, there you go, my friends. Three big stories in the world of Twitter, and we hope that you enjoy it. And of course, we are going to wrap things up because we have another show to record. Yep. In fact, uh, next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend, Stephanie, myself, and Eric Fisher, all three of us will be in Boston 
Uh, we're going to PodCamp Boston 5, and we are very much looking forward to it. If you're going to be in the area, we encourage you to come and uh, participate and hang out with us and so many totally awesome people in the social networking world, including Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, From my cold dead hands. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-757-1399. We'll be back again next week. Of course, we're recording it in about five minutes from now. But next week, we're going to do what? We're talking about a social media makeover. That's right. Our advice, our tips to help you become more social media ready to share your brand, your passions, your self with people around the world. Anyway, until then, everybody, we encourage you to join the community. Join the community.